A new report out by Purdue University's Climate Research Center indicates Indiana's tourism industry will need to be resilient in the face of climate change. That means adapting to hotter summers, rainier springs, and more storm events. In today's eco-feature, WFHB's Norm Hawley talks with the report's lead author to learn more. This is Norm Hawley for WFHB, and today I'm speaking with Dr. Jonathan Day. He's a professor at Purdue University, and he participated as a lead author in the most recent issuance from the Climate Lab, and that is tourism and recreation in a warmer Indiana. So, uh, Dr. Day, what do you anticipate seeing in regard to tourism, and how well is the tourist industry preparing for the changes that we expect? So that's a, that's two big questions. You know, tourism is uh, such an important industry for the whole of the United States, and it's such an important industry for Indiana. And quite often when we get, you know, so um, focused on agriculture and manufacturing that we see every day, we forget about that uh, invisible industry that tourism is. But tourism for the state um, represents sort of almost 80 million, uh, 70, 79 million visitors. And, um, you know, supports directly or indirectly 242,000 Hoosier jobs. So it's a big deal for us. Now, there's nothing in the report that says that tourism in Indiana is going to be, um, that is going to stop as a result of climate change. It's certainly not the case at all. But we know that some of our tourism experiences, some of the visitor experiences that we have, will change as we move into the century. And so, you know, the message in this uh, report is that uh, tourism businesses, you know, retail organizations that rely on visitors, uh, attractions, hotels, need to be just watching what those changes are and being aware of the changes that are coming. There's also a message in there that we need to be building our resilience. Uh, What I mean by that is that one, as these changes happen, you know, tourism organizations are very adaptive. And, you know, we're talking about a long period of time in which we've got time to change. Um, as we get into the, into the middle of the century, we're going to see much hotter summers. You can imagine Indiana having um, uh, weather in the middle of summer that's a little bit more like Georgia is now. And our industry needs to sort of adapt. Now, some of that adaption might be, you know, putting shade up in outdoor areas or um, increasing the air conditioning. These are little things that we need to be preparing for and thinking about as we go forward. The other part of the the process, in, in, in addition to being aware and adapting, is building our resilience. Now, Indiana already is in a place that uh, uh, suffers from... Um, tornadoes, uh, small businesses need to be, uh, you know, it's good practice for a small business to have a disaster plan. Um, We're already in a place that, you know, sort of suffers from, you know, the occasional flood. And we know as climate change increases during the course of the the, um, century that we're going to see more flooding, particularly in spring, spring and winter. We're going to see more extended heat waves during the middle of summer, um, and we may see more storms. So, you know, an industry that is resilient and, and adaptive to changes like that means that small businesses need to stop and they need to dust off their disaster plan um, so that uh, 
you know, if something untoward were to happen, um, they'd be ready to, to weather through that storm. Research shows that we're very adaptive. We can change, but um, small businesses and tourism businesses often are not very resilient. If they're hit by a flood or if they're hit by uh, some other disaster, it's hard for them to bounce back. And so preparing for that is an important takeout um, from this report. And quite frankly, it's just good business sense. Having your, um, you know, your risk assessment and your disaster plan uh, ready to go uh, is true. is good, good advice for today, and good advice for the future. So, if the summers are hotter and drier, I can imagine that uh, some of the reservoirs, like Lake Monroe, which has a huge amount of boat traffic on, particularly on the weekends might drop by three feet or so, or, you know, even perhaps more. Would that negatively impact tourism? Yeah, so that's a good example. You know, most tourism businesses um, uh, adapt pretty quickly. Um, But there are places where, you know, infrastructure, you know, things like uh, moorings and so forth um, are built, and they're built, you know, with a 10- and 20-year time horizon. And those organizations need to be thinking about, you know, what is going to be the impact. So if the water level is going to lower, how am I going to manage those changes? Um, And I'm not saying, and please don't take from this that I'm saying that the the lake is going to to lower. I'm not an expert in that. Um, I can tell you that, um, you know, Lake Michigan, the water levels have been rising. And that's had an impact on moorings and, uh, you know, all through Michigan. And, uh, you know, it's changing the, the coastline up there. And we need to respond to those sorts of things. So, you know, this is where, you know, all of the people who are involved in tourism, and some of them don't even realize they're involved in tourism. They're, they're you know, they see themselves in, in different roles, but they have an impact on how the visitor economy works. And we need to be thinking about what, what is coming down the track. Uh, let me just touch on a recreation issue. So let's uh, let's imagine summer down here in Bloomington. We have you know excellent trails. Uh, so here it is, July, and it's a hundred degrees. What's that going to do on hiking possibilities in this area? So what I would say to you is that we'll still be doing the same sorts of things. We might not be doing them at the same time. You know, it may be that. Uh, you know, as we move into October and November, it's more pleasant for us to be doing some of these activities outside. Um, in tourism, we have this sweet spot. Uh, well, it's mild weather, and it's, you know, around between 65 and 85 degrees. And that mild weather is great for most outdoor activities. Now, we actually lose some of our mild weather um, as the temperature changes and the climate changes. It starts earlier in the year. There's actually mild days in January even, um, and it, you know, by the end of the century, and there's mild um, time uh, at the end of the year as well. So, you know, it may be if I love to walk that I avoid doing it in the, in the hottest times of the year and I start to do it later in the year or earlier. The same is true for things like antiquing and shopping, right? Um, it may be more pleasant to, to visit a place like Nashville later in the season. 
Um, and so, you know, I'm not I'm not predicting that that's going to be the case, but I would say to the to the businesses there, perhaps your your season will extend. It will get longer. Is there an easy way that uh, our listeners can access that report without giving a long uh, HTML? The best way to find this is to go to the Indiana Climate Change Impact Assessment uh, Tourism, and if you Google that, the report will come up. Okay. Thank you very much for the interview. Okay. Thank you, sir. Cheers. 